<laughs> you just hit record, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. These <laughs> these microphones pick everything. Though. I cannot even like barely move my freaking chair. <laughs> Listen. Not good. That's not me farting. That's my chair. Uh-huh. Anyway, are you ready? <laughs> when are you ready? You, when did you hit record? Are you ready? When you a while, a while <laughs> back. Oh, this is number 59. You got to cut it. No, yeah. no, we're, we're rolling with this. No, you know me, I'm not no. an editing person. This is, has to be impromptu. If not, it loses its potency and its legitimacy and its genuine... No. Yeah. Not. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 59 of... What's the name of the podcast? BKRC Podcast. <laughs> Last time we recorded it was November 19th. And today... 2019? Uh, December... Dece- ah, what did I say? November 19th. 2019 of, or of 2020? Oh, really? Yes. And today is hopefully Friday, January the 8th. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. 2021 has arrived. And I'm not editing what we did. This, this, that's what makes it genuine. Yeah, it has to. Stop, stop. Talk to talk to us. Talk to everybody. Hello, everybody. Say, say hello. Getting back in the seat. It's been a while since we've been here. It's been a while. A lot has happened since the last time we got together here. We actually had Ron Chorus. Um, and we were talking about bashers, right? Yeah, RC trucks. Because we call them cars. Every time we call them cars, he says, no, they're RC yeah. trucks. Yeah. We get corrected. And, you know, I feel bad because I feel like we forgot completely to give credit to our dear best friend james van hook about yes Yes. all the hard work and effort he's put into the servo side Mm -hmm. of the rc cars he really has he helped us assemble a racing team and did all the testing and stuff so thank you james and uh, as far as servos are concerned we will have a podcast very soon talk about servos in the state of pk servo which hopefully we expect to return Mm -hmm. very soon i know we've been saying this for a while (laughs) but we'll give you the whole rundown on that and what's been happening with that and everything else but today we're not going to talk about servos we're not going to talk about servos. <laughs> servos. We're we going to talk about the new, the new Raw. Goblin Raw and the new Urukai Genesis. Just what's coming from SAB. No, no Genesis. No, yeah, Genesis. The, the, yeah. the Raw. The Raw. Raw and Genesis. I'm happy with just the Raw. Anyway, what have you been doing um, lately? Let's no. let, let's recap. Where you been? What you been doing? Well, ever since the the last time we did podcast, uh, I don't know what's happened. It's been it's been a while. So Thanksgiving, um, Christmas. Yeah, Thanksgiving after that, uh, soon after that actually, because we did the podcast on the nineteenth. The weekend, the week after was Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and we were swamped and busy with uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. And I want to personally thank each and every one of you that supported us during that period. Um, it was pretty good. It like no complaints. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then uh, you know, I thought I would get to take some time off during the holidays, but uh, it was mm. not possible. No. No, Cannot. too much to do. Uh, too much to do here and there, even though we didn't ship orders consistently every day um, between the weeks of Christmas and New Year's. It still it mm-hmm. still took a lot of work to keep things running. and uh, A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, but I did. Uh, I had a good time. I had a good Christmas with family. And then uh, we had a really, really nice New Year celebration with fireworks and you flying the raw and everything yeah it was exciting it was cool yeah and then beyond that i don't want to talk about what happened because it makes me really sad but uh and you uh thanksgiving uh i had thanksgiving with you and Susie and yeah. a few other guests it was a good time and then after that like you said we went to christmas i flew up north to uh connecticut i went up and saw my girlfriend olivia up there and spent a few days with her and her family then went and saw my parents up in new york Spent a few days there and then came back down to the warmth because I had enough of the snow and the cold and the ice and all that nastiness. So just getting back in the swing of things. But in between, what we forgot to cover is you and I went to the ocean and filmed a video for the new Goblin Raw, which we'll be covering soon. But that was something we did in between. Right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally right before. Do you want to really talk about this? The whole shebang? The editing? The taint? Everything? <sighs> we can. Or okay. we can talk about it when we do the Raw or whatever you want to do. Yeah, we can talk about it because it's part of what we've been up to. So, yeah. uh, uh, SAB headquarters asked Kyle if we could do a video, um, 
me and Kyle with the raw, of course, the official quote unquote introduction or presentation video. Yeah. And they wanted some cool scenery, which I understand. That makes sense. Like we've always strive to get like a good like good backgrounds and backdrops and whatever well everyone's tired of seeing the bk backyard and the torches flying field and all that just keep it different yeah but it's very hard as you know like especially in florida yeah the only time that i remember doing like something really cool like that was when we did the 380 video with pablo Mm -hmm. you know doing all the videography and like i remember we spent four days on the road and we would find a cool location and we would get kicked out by the cops or (laughs) by somebody aggravated or pissed off or what have you so i thought about taking the boat and building some platform to take (laughs) off and land from the boat and that was the easiest most convenient way to get footage yeah and that was interesting that was two days on the west coast of florida near tampa bay yeah so well it started with us in the backyard here uh they sent me a yellow model because the model was released in yellow and they sent you a red one Mm -hmm. to get some scenes of both and we started in the backyard in the woods doing some talking which took far longer than we both thought it would yeah, yeah. and all the editing with that and then we went out on the ocean you assembled a platform for me to take off of yeah for yeah. those of you who maybe didn't even see the video or the pictures um we used a boat and there was a platform on the bow and just took off from the from the platform and flew yeah. over the water Bert flew the drone and or used his iphone for some scenes or the sony camera or whatever and did like I don't know, probably like 12 or to 15 flights over the water. Yeah, we had a lot of footage. We, yeah. we haven't even used all of it. Like, right. We have a lot of footage. Yeah. Even we just really, I just, we just released two videos, one for SABUSA, one for BK Hobbies, like mm-hmm. three days ago. And, and that still doesn't even cover all the footage we took. Yeah, we but, did a lot. And it was challenging because, you know, there's a certain angle you can't take off. You can only take off and land, obviously, from the platform, but... Mm-hmm. You have to fly from the back of the boat so that you have visibility and be able to see the helicopter. So it was challenging, challenging at times, because well, depending on how the wind was blowing and like yeah. it was changing yeah. too. Because for some scenes, I'd be on the bow right next to it, which was scary because three yeah. feet away, taking off, yeah, or take off and then move to the back and yeah. it was, and it was windy most of the time. Like yeah. it, even if it wasn't like bumpy, it was the boat was swinging around mm-hmm. because of the wind. You know, because kind of like a wind sail, so it was like. Yeah moving rotating like you know 45 degrees and mm-hmm. it was like okay that's crazy it kind of changed the whole yeah. the whole orientation yeah and then and, like like boats would go ripping by you'd be like all right watch out like <laughs> yeah. big wakes Wake, coming yeah big yeah. wakes coming yeah. and uh and also challenges with the neo initializing yeah i never realized that that thing does not like to be moved around when you're At trying all. to yeah. yeah 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 never even considered that until it's so, funny though because it started fine like the first location uh the sandbar there was fine, but we went to some other places and the boat was rocking and then Neil yeah. refused to initialize. Yeah, sometimes we had to get the boat moving just enough to like stabilize the boat and then plug it in. And then I would stop the boat and set the anchor out and, yeah. then, and then Kyle would take off. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was interesting. It, it was, was an ordeal. It was fun, though. I and it was freaking time. cold. I don't know. Whatever people say up north, I get it. It's not up north cold, but it was... When you're in the water and the water is in the upper 50s mm-hmm. and, the, and the temperature is in the 50s, it does feel cold. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, I'm from New York, and that was freezing. Yeah, it's cold. And that one morning, we try to get a scene by a bridge called the Skyline Bridge, which goes over Tampa Bay, and it's a beautiful bridge. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It was too windy, and it was too bumpy. Like the the water was pretty rough, and we just mm-hmm. couldn't even stabilize the boat. Uh, the sun was in the wrong location. It was just horrible. Like it Didn't took work. a lot of traveling back and forth to get yeah. it. To get yeah. it accomplished. An entire tank of fuel on the boat. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. Got a lot of footage. To, you, you guys saw some of it, but there's more to be shared or actually even seen in some of the other videos you did. And the original video is it was edited and finished. It's not the actual video that you guys are, that you guys ended up seeing. Unfortunately. It, You'll no. see it someday. Yeah. Someday. It wasn't. It. The, uh, we were ordered to change it, so the creative yeah. director asked us for a different video. The, so no, the producer, the producer, the, yeah, producer, yeah, yeah. the yeah, creative yeah. director completely disagreed <laughs> with it. But whatever the producer wants, yep, they yep. they call the shots. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it turned out okay. It wasn't what you and I both had in mind, but no, it's cool. Not even close, but yeah, it would, it would, it came out okay. Yeah, right. it's uh it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. What else? What else you did? What else you been up to? Is that it? Um. Well, we, we skipped the, uh, we had a fun fly. Uh, well, it wasn't really a fun fly. One day get together. Yeah, we had a get together at Torches. Yeah. Um, Which was cool. We got more people than we both anticipated. Yeah. 
We had our friend uh, Joe Reyes make the trip all the way. Yeah, yeah. From Virginia and uh, from Maryland, and that was cool. Yeah. It was really very good to see him. Yeah. Um, Gator came, of course, and stayed yeah. here the weekend. Scott and, Graham and Eric Shu from North Carolina. Yeah. And Brandon Cooper from uh, Georgia. So, it yeah. Was, it was cool. Yeah, we had a good time here at the house also after hours, after the event. With yeah. Scott and Eric Shu and Gator. And, yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, cool. It was, Good times. More of the AOS game here, too. Like, mm. it was, yep. It was a good time. Yeah. Good stuff. Excuse me. Better than uh, better than not having anything. I mean, you know, we would have. it would have been nice to have a winter, a full, full-blown full winter bash, but... Right. Um, yeah. No. I was missing the camaraderie, because, you know, we missed out on so many events this year. It's like, the events is what drive both of us to keep doing and enjoying what we do. Yeah, to... Yeah. keep pushing yeah yeah no so i mean even though it was one day i mean i had fun just seeing everyone again and scott's always fun to be around because he's just a funny guy and gator of course and joe reyes so it was cool i uh plowed is probably an understatement my 580 nitro within the first eight seconds of flying which is the first it was badass <laughs> took off and did a forward hurricane and just miscalculated by about three inches apparently a little bit too low and then you got yeah. a little weird about the whole thing uh, yeah. I'm like, get another fight. And you're like, meh, no. Nah. Nah, I'm good. Pack it up and go home. Oh, but you did. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you talked me into it. So, end on a good note is what you said. So, that's what we did. Yeah. Yep. Well, snapshot for the podcast. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're, your face is covered uh, with a microphone. What are you doing? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, you want to talk about this? Yeah, SAB has raw. decided to release two models at the same time. Yes, yeah. yeah. we'll raw. cover the raw. We'll get to that one. So the very first one is the Goblin Raw. Uh, just a brief overview of the model. It is considered a Goblin, not a Kraken, but it is the first model that SAB has ever produced to break away from the standard big, as you call it, megaphone style boom. I call, it a me- I call it a megaphone because it does sound like a megaphone. Have it, you ever tried to like yell through it? Yeah, one it like, amplifies yeah. really well. Yeah. But it's the first traditional pot and boom design, uh, except SAB, of course, tried to keep the B original motto and has some cool stuff with it. Uh, the frame, I would say, is not like a traditional side frame design. It's kind of like a skeleton design. It's a two-piece frame with a uh, kind of like a, we call it a motorcycle fender canopy, mm-hmm. cut, cutaway canopy. In Italian, it's called parafango. Parafango. <laughs> That's what exactly what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like the front fender of my Harley. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's cool. It looks totally different from anything I've seen. A lot of people are worried about visibility. I think it's pretty easy to see. I mean, you get used to it. I mean, you and I have been looking at this normal Goblin Boom for 10 years now. Yeah, eight. Eight, eight, years, eight, eight years. Eight years. But uh, and the cool thing about it, too, is like I, I they originally, um, SAB originally wanted to release this in red. And so you got a red pre-production like a long time ago yeah and then i got a red one too and then you got a yellow one and then right. they last minute after a few pilots make comments like a few of their pilots said oh we mm-hmm. can't see the red then <laughs> they decided to release this in yellow which Correct. i think is a good idea because i think the yellow is easier to see in the air for sure yeah the yellow is more yeah. visible yeah. yellow with the white landing gear really pops yeah and uh but yeah so <clears throat> interesting design mm-hmm. uh the frames are kind of stacked. Not, I mean, not really stacked, but it's, kind of. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting, intricate design frame. And yeah. if, if I want to criticize it for one thing, <laughs> is that it's the same landing gear as the Kraken, which is cool because it's one part number mm-hmm. for people with Krakens or Ross. Mm-hmm. But if I can criticize one thing about it, is I hate putting spacers to hook up the landing gear. Fair that's enough. my, like, that's my. Yeah. That's my bitch about the helicopter. Yeah. But other than that, like, in general, like, it's fairly simple. I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, it goes together quick from what I... Yeah, I think, I, it's, I think it's less simple than a Kraken. Because the Kraken has the, the side pieces, the carbon side pieces, or whatever you call those. Yeah, the side panels yeah. is what I call them. So it's a little more simple, like, from the main plate down, whereas here you have more, <laughs> more bolts and nuts and more, more things. More in between, to, yeah. 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 But... Other than that, I mean, uh, everything from, like, the boom connection back is as simple as it can be. Yeah. I mean, the tail case is held on with just four bolts. It goes in. It's easy. The that tail make, fin's held on with two bolts. Correct. You don't have to screw with, like, putting those <laughs> little things inside the boom with the car- yeah. carbon supports to hold the, the nylon knots to tighten right. the... Yeah, you don't have to mess with that. You yeah. don't have to mess with that little, like, 
L-shaped like plastic piece that goes inside the boom that guides the tail push rod. Hmm. Right. This is easier because it's just a clamp and you just yeah. tighten it and you're done. Yeah. It's a lot of simple, it, a lot of simple things about it. And obviously the fact that the canopy is mm-hmm. non-removable, right. well, removable, but that you don't have to, you don't need it. to. Yeah. 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 To insert and remove the batteries. I think that's like a super winner. I mean, I, God, I, I, <laughs> That's one of the big, like, there's, I used to have a T-Rex 700E electric when it first came out years and years ago. I can't remember what year this was. I think 2009, yeah, 2009, probably. And I remember, like, I I did something to it so I could put the battery, insert the battery from the back of it Mm -hmm. to not remove the canopy. Mm -hmm. And it was a pain in the butt because I had to put the speed controller, like... And, like and the, behind the rotor head. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a nightmare to do. But I, I've i always been a huge advocate of, like, making things simple. And, like, it, it's just so cool to just be able to put the batteries and not have to deal with, like, the canopy. Even if it, even if you have, like, quick-release canopy. It's still, um, like, another it, step. It, yeah. It's still, you still got to take it off. And yeah. When you're at the field, you take it off and you end up putting it somewhere and the freaking wind blows it and hits the ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's happened many times. Yeah. It's just so much more simple. So I love that. Um, and I do think that it does help with the way it flies. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like, There's like uh, no side drag anymore. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Not only with the boom, but now with the canopy. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Correct. So for the funnels and sideways loops and all that, this thing is just screaming. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. moving. It's sweet. Um, so, uh, what is there that is similar to the the kraken there, or, or a goblin? What's what? Okay, so it's not a kraken; it's mm-hmm. a goblin raw. Yeah, but technically, it is kind of a kraken because it, it has a similar it transmission. Uses a, yeah, it uses a lot of the parts of the kraken. So, as far as parts that carry over directly, like you mentioned, the landing gear is the same. You can use the same battery trays. Uh, it's the same rotor head entirely, mm-hmm. and the same tail rotor assembly. Now it still uses not, not the tail case, not the tail but case, but, but the, like the, the, the tail the rotor assemblies, the, yeah. the grips, the slider, the shaft, yeah. the slider. All that's the yeah. same. Um, as far as the transmission goes, it's a very similar design. The main change is the gears inside are not straight cut; they're helical now. They're helical gears. But do you know if you can take that transmission box and throw it on a Kraken? Like dimensionally, is it the same? I never checked. It's. Technically, it would be, but it won't work because the Kraken uses where the tail pulleys in the rear. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And now that's these are right. stacked. So if you want to buy the gear separately, you should be able to drop those in the Kraken. That's right. That's right. But so it's a simpler design because the te- the main motor pulley mm-hmm. is sharing the tail belt pulley. Shaft. Yeah, it's all on oh, the shaft. The, the shaft yeah. that holds the main motor pulley is also holding the tail the tail, the tail belt pulley. Yeah, it's always on the Kraken. You have two separate shafts there. Yeah. yeah so now it's lighter, <clears throat> simpler, easier to make, and and helical gears. And helical gears. And you can take, you can separate that box. You can take the top of the box off mm-hmm. um, for maintenance. Whereas with the Kraken, you cannot. You'd have to either yeah. split it, and then it gets really messy. Correct. Or pull the serial number plate, which is not easy to do. Well, and even if it did, it only opens up a little hole. It yeah. doesn't really do much. Yeah. No. So yeah. now you can take it off. It splits right below the right below the swash plate. It splits. Yeah. The motor, you know, but other than that, the motor mounting system mm-hmm. is the same. Like you said, the landing gear is the same. The mm-hmm. rotor head in its entirety is the same. Is hundred percent the same. Yep. The same with the same uh, blade grips, same blade yep. grip arms, same spindle, uh, main, spindle shaft. main shaft, and the same hub mm-hmm. or whatever you call it. The yeah, the hub. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's all the same. Yeah. So if you have a Kraken already and you have some spare parts, most of them will work. And some people have actually reached out to me personally and asked me if their Kraken can be converted to a RAW. Um, I would say no. The undertaking would be so expensive. I mean, I, I, I think it can, but it, it, yeah, it, it gets too expensive mainly because of that, that main plate, that main transmission box, Mm -hmm. right? And well, then you need a lot of carbon parts and a lot, a lot of spacers and a lot of yeah. like the the front boom mount assembly and the boom like and then the you need the boom case. itself as well yeah. and then you need the boom push clamp rod, for the push rod and they're like yeah yeah, yeah. just buy too the many thing. too many parts just <laughs> yeah. buy the freaking thing yeah um yeah so uh what about weight uh the weight uh, a lot of people have asked and I don't know that we should even get into the weight thing because 
We don't know. We don't know, and ours don't count because ours are not final production kits, and Correct. they changed how the carbon works to Correct. save a lot of weight. And, and and you know, people, yeah, and I feel bad because like people ask uh, on on my YouTube video and some of the videos you've posted and everywhere, and I I really don't want to step in and say this is what it weighs because th- there's no way to tell how much it weighs based on a pre-production mm-hmm. release because yeah. I know that we're making changes, right? So. Right. Is it going to be lighter than a Kraken? Okay, it could be lighter than a Kraken by an ounce, by mm-hmm. two ounces, by four ounces. Yeah, it should be lighter than a Kraken mm-hmm. logically because it ha- you know the boom is lighter. There's mm-hmm. less canopy in there, yeah. so technically it should be. But we're not seeing our pre-production ones be lighter. To be honest with you, I don't even but, really know what mine weighs. I haven't yeah. weighed mine. I think mine is barely a couple, two, three ounces lighter, which is really nothing. Right. But again. These are pre-production models, so you can't really judge. Now, it does feel lighter in the air. Which and is probably attributed to the drag more than anything. It, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Especially yeah. when you're flying sideways and stuff. It just it has a different feel. Mm-hmm. It has a different feel. Yeah. And it sounds different. It does. Um, not only because of the helical gears, but because you don't have a megaphone making noise <laughs> in the back. Exactly. And it's true, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, one thing that I do want to mention is uh, it's a, Enrico solved a problem that we didn't really know existed, and that is tightening the tail belt. I've always done it in a way that you actually taught me, the zigzag method with the old goblin, yeah. where you pull back on one side, tighten it, and then do the other side and tighten it, and just work it way back. Yeah, so for people that don't know, like you take the tail case on any 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 goblin, mm-hmm. like any raw or any, sorry, any goblin or any kraken, yeah. and you just like, you, you loosen up the four bolts that hold the two sides of the tail um, case onto the boom mm-hmm. and then you just you you pull back as hard as you can and then you just tighten one bolt and then you go to the side that you didn't tighten and then you just pull on it and you tighten one bolt then you mm-hmm. loosen the other bolt and then you pull back and yeah. then you tighten the other bolt and then you tighten it and yeah. then you loosen the other one and pull back and you go zigzag zig like and you know you'll see it going as as far as 20 30 degrees off or mm-hmm. 15 degrees whatever it is off until you find that spot where it's lined up, and then you tighten them all up, and you're good to go. Yeah, you can get it really tight that way. The Kraken manual, actually, uh, that's how they suggest to tighten it, but it's hard to follow because it's text I, to explain it. and it's Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't read the manual, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, the Kraken manual explains that. But basically what I'm getting at is the kit is coming with this clamp tool. And what it is is the clamp mounts on the boom right behind the rear tail boom mount. And it, uh, you just tighten up a screw, and it pushes the whole boom back. And that's how you tighten the tail belt. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a very intricate little part that comes yeah. with the helicopter. Honestly, that part, in my eyes, is worth $29.99. Yeah, I thought no, it was No, seriously, it's like separate. stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it comes with a kit, so it's mm-hmm. it, and it's pretty cool. And yeah. it's something that will last you forever. Yeah. So um, One of those things you for, use once. For any raw, <laughs> you end up buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. use it once, hopefully. Yeah, but speaking so. of price, uh, the kit is going to retail for nine hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Uh, it comes with main blades and tail blades, and we've actually seen some people complaining about the price, saying that it was higher than they thought. But the way I see it is that you're getting an innovative design. Although even though it's traditional pot and boom, you're getting an innovative, creative design that includes main blades and tail blades for under a thousand dollars. Well, nine thirty-nine. If you take mains and tails, that's a, I would say that's one hundred fifty dollar value right off the top. Yeah, right off yeah, the top at minimum so now you're looking at under 800 bucks mm-hmm. 790 or whatever yeah i think that's that's pretty reasonable yeah. uh, and you know a lot of people think well they're abusing the prices and that but people don't understand like where mm-hmm. we're at with the hobby is retarded right now it's really like, bad really bad we're in terms of like is is the financial venture like as a as a business it's horrendous it's horrible nobody wants to pay retail anymore so right. you always have to discount and have all these um, discount events, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, like, we're getting hit with incredibly, ridiculously high mm-hmm. shipping fees. Mm-hmm. Like, the carriers shipping from Asia has quadrupled um, during the year 2020 to where we're spending over 20% of our cost on shipping. It's insane. Yeah. And then on top of the 20% of the shipping, you got the, you know, the... On occasion, you get hit with tariffs, which is really stupid, thanks to your president Trump. <laughs> and then, and then you have, uh, and then you have on top of all that, then you have the credit card fees or the PayPal fees, mm-hmm. and then we give free people free shipping too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I think um, 
I think that's a relatively fair price considering the state of the hobby. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it is, especially if you sit back and look at what you're getting. A great heli with blades, backed up with support and longevity, hopefully, and all that. Yeah. It's a it's a great deal. So, what else is different about the kit? What about the tail performance? Um, That's kind of, that's, that's the thing is a lot of people are like, well, this is out, you know, does this make the Kraken outdated? I would say no. I think it's just another option as far as 700s go. I think where we do see an absolute, not an absolute improvement, but an enhancement for someone like myself is that the tail performance is improved overall because there's, if you think about but, it, there's a lot less drag in the tail, so you have better tail consistency but and the, performance. But there's also a different tail gear ratio. It, there's a, yeah, correct. The tail out of the box. faster out yeah. of the box, yeah. So, which it's not a big deal in terms of like as it compares to the Kraken because you can change the pulley, tail yep. pulley, and the Kraken and speed up the tail. Mm -hmm. But this thing comes with a sped up pulley right out of the box, right? The Kraken 700 yeah. comes with a 27 tooth tail pulley, and this correct. one comes with a 26. Correct. So you can run this helicopter with 105 tail blades, mm -hmm. and you can you can't do the Kraken too, mm -hmm. but this thing does not need 115s. Not Whereas if you're flying really hard 3D with a Kraken 700, you might want to put 115s. Mm -hmm. Here you really don't need them. Actually, we haven't flown it with 115s. I did at one yeah. point. It was just it was It'd louder, be louder and louder and like, just wasting uh, wasting energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely didn't need it so now, that's pretty interesting yeah the nice thing with this uh gear ratio you brought up is that you can run much lower rpm and still get solid tear performance correct like yeah. i just did a video flying it on 6s where it was spinning like 1300 and i never ran out of tail authority ever and that's when your facebook is off right now that's correct. on your kyle stacy yep Ka uh, kyle, kyle stacy rc, RC. Yeah. yep yeah that's cool so better improved tail performance not only because of less drag but also because a uh, 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 a sped up tail gear like in other words a higher tail rpm uh mm -hmm. head to uh, main rotor to tail R uh, ratio out of the box out right. of the box without having to buy anything right um let me see what you got here in the notes Let's talk about that at the end the next one up but yeah. um blades main blades mm -hmm. the specs say 650 up to 720. Why? Why? I don't know the 650. I don't know why anyone would want to put 650s on it, but if you wanted to, go oh, for it. You could probably cut the damn boom. <laughs> cut the boom and put a different belt in, and then you got a different belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> find an find a old um, tail belt from uh, like a 630, maybe. Yeah. And see, and then you measure, could. and then cut the boom. You could, if you wanted. And then cut the tail push rod, and then put smaller blades, and now you got a smaller helicopter. Yeah. But then you're increasing the the disc loading because you know it's designed yeah. around a 700 weight, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it'll fly a little funky at that point. But up to 720 is cool. A lot of people like to run real big blades and low RPM. I yeah. think spin blades make 720. So especially with on there, blade can. manufacturers these days, they come up with these crazy numbers. Yeah. 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 So you can put those uh, up to 720 on there, like Bird said, up to 115 on the tail if you want to. We both feel it's absolutely not necessary whatsoever, but if you want to, you can go for it. Yeah. Should we talk and about our setups? Um. Yeah, talk uh, about the setup. Talk about the setup. All right, so... I have a special motor nobody knows about. I know. Shh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Jen would not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> We've been getting questions at BK Hobbies quite a bit about what components to put in it, how to set it up, and all that. Uh, it's very much so just a traditional 700. Whatever you have in your Goblin 700, Kraken 700, Spectre 700, you can just put it in here. What I am running is a set of BK servos, Kyle Stacy Edition, obviously. Uh, an Exnova Lightning 4530-525 with a Hobbywing 200. 4530-525. Yeah. yep. Um, V-Bar Neo, as usual, and then uh, just 12S 5600 milliamp batteries, uh, or sorry, 5500 milliamp hour batteries, or OptiPower, and it's, you know, just a typical V-Bar setup, you know, not really doing anything fancy with it, uh, just very traditional setup, running about, I was looking at the logs today, You and I cranked it up to 2500 at one point, on average uh, I run 2350 though. Mine will do 2680. Which is totally necessary. At a, well, but that but that's at a hundred percent, which is unrealistic because there's no governing. No governing. But I tried it at a hundred percent, and it's twenty six eighty. I will not forget. And it, you know, it only lasts like ten seconds. The minute you get on the collective and this and that, Bro. now is yeah, yeah. And, and then it starts to drop and then it goes down. But I think 
Mine can maintain about 2450 to 2500 which is ridiculous. It's high. can maintain. Yeah. It's very high. Unnecessary. But I have the same motor you have, the 4530. Uh, my motor has a higher KV, which was some sort of like it was a test, test sample or something. Yeah. So I'm using two pulleys smaller than you. And mm-hmm. I don't really know what my KV is, but it's not 530. It's probably 550, 580. I, I don't know. It was some random thing that yeah. went off. But um, what I would recommend, this is what I personally would recommend to anyone flying this helicopter. Mm-hmm. If they want power, um, pardon my French, I want balls to the wall, freaking power. Mm-hmm. Get a 4530-525 and change the stock pulley mm-hmm. um, by about two tooth, right? Yes, I'm using a 24 tooth. Correct. That's, or if, that's if you want cow set up, right? Or something similar to what I'm riding. But something else that's very appealing to me would be to take to get a forty five twenty five motor instead of forty five thirty a forty five twenty five motor mm-hmm. five thirty kV mm-hmm. right and then leave the stock pulley which is a twenty two I believe twenty two correct and then just put a one thirty amp ESC instead of a two hundred ESC like a hobby wing one thirty or perhaps a scorpion one thirty or whatever. Um, because if you're not going to be wanting to run 24, 25, 23, mm-hmm. even 22, if you're happy flying it at 22,000, 2100, mm-hmm. th- this setup might, it will be lighter. Yes. You will get more flight time. And honestly, you flew it at, you flew it at 21. During, you, yeah, during a lot of the testing, I flew it at 21, and I really enjoyed it at that. In that first flight you did at Torches like three days ago when we were trying to do video, mm-hmm. you... I saw you flying it, and you were pushing it. You yeah. were pushing it. You didn't get the flight time you were expecting. You got like five minutes or something, or four and a half instead of seven. Yeah. But but you were pushing it. You were doing TikToks. You were pushing the helicopter. Yeah. And if at 21, it probably felt pretty good, didn't it? It did, yeah. It had plenty of pop and pull. I mean, yeah. sent, I, it's probably attributed, again, to the lack of drag overall with the airframe and the boom. Whereas as the Kraken, I, th- I felt like at least for what I wanted to get out of it, I needed at least 2250 to 2300 RPM. But with this, even for what I want, I think I can get away with 21. Dude, it's just I, an animal at 23. I flew mine in the backyard at the day that you were going to torches for the the, the, the one way yep. one day get together. You you left on a Friday early. Remember I sent you a picture. I was fine. You're like, no, you're not. You're full of shit. <laughs> I was fine in the backyard. I flew it at, uh, I think it was 1850 or 1900. And the backyard is different because it it's a different... It, yeah. When you don't have that much room, you you don't feel like you need that much head speed. But um and you, you know, when it's too cranked up too high, I feel like I'm going to run into a tree any second. But <laughs> but I think it was 1850 or 1900 and I could TikTok it. I could do whatever I wanted with it. It was like mm-hmm. this is cool. Yeah. And I didn't take I didn't uh I didn't take the time, but I think I think it was I think I got like 5 minutes or so of like not babying it, just flying it at yeah. whatever nineteen hundred or something. So, yeah. so that's a good alternative for all of you that don't want like crazy balls to the wall power. Forty five twenty five series motor, actually forty five twenty five is capable of a lot of power. Right. I think people underestimate the power of that motor. I think people feel like they need to get forty five thirty or forty five thirty five. Like, please, it's like, so dude, my you you've seen my my Drake, and yeah. you, you don't like it because the way you fly and I fly are different. You drive the helicopter more with collective yeah. than cyclic, but you've seen me fly my Drake with a forty five twenty five motor, mm-hmm. and it's it's an animal. It's yeah. it's got shit tons of power. The only reason so, that I fly forty five thirty, and it's not even really justified. In, I could get away with forty five twenty five all day long, no yeah, problem at all. Yeah, I fly forty five thirty because the three blade heli that I have, the three blade Kraken, uses a forty five thirty, and I'm weird, and I want all my helis to be the same. And I Period. think that I think that a forty five twenty five X Nova mm-hmm. is like a forty five twenty of another brand. To be honest with you, you mean forty five thirty. A forty-five twenty-five. Actually, no, it's like a forty-five twenty of another brand. Forty-five twenty. Which? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Which doesn't exist, but you know what I mean. I see what you're saying. The yeah, yeah. the Xnova has got so much efficiency and so much power that you can't go wrong with either motor. Right. If you want to save weight, just do the forty-five twenty-five, and it's cheaper. Yeah. And it's God eighty-five ninety percent as powerful. It's cheaper. It's actually significantly lighter. 
significantly lighter and 85 to 90 percent as powerful so if you're not going to be flying 2400 rpm and trying to kill your helicopter while in the air <laughs> don't worry about a 45 30 Correct. get a 45 25 yeah and if you're not going to be flying anything over 2000 rpm on the rotor head then you can get away with a 130 ac then you save then you save more weight i have gotten away with a 130 and, myself yeah and then you can use 4500 Mm-hmm. milliamp batteries or 4,000 instead of 5,500, and then you save more weight. So when you combine the, the 4525 motor um, and the 130 ASC and the 4,000 milliamp batteries versus 4530, 200 amp ESC and 5,500 milliamp batteries, you might be saving a pound, right. three quarters of a pound, something right. crazy. Yeah, it all adds up. And you, again, if you're not going to be flying at 2,400 and pushing the crap out of it, why do you need that setup? You don't. You and I are probably flying the heaviest setup we can make. We got metal case serverless. We got a bigger motor. We got a big 200 amp metal case yeah. ESC and big battery. And I don't need that. I personally, I don't need that. You do. I don't need that setup anymore. I, I fly like a pussy anymore. So well, I, I wanted to get a 130 to put in mine because I was looking at amp draws today. And I don't, I don't get anywhere near. I'm just not wrong cores that can afford 74 helicopters because <laughs> if so, I would have another raw right. that would be my light setup, and then I would set it up with like 4,000 RPM, uh, 4,000 milliamp batteries, a 45, hell, even a 4525 motor, 4520, 4520, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 4025 1100 with a 6S pack. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then I guess I need a 200 amp BSC for that one because it's going to pull a lot of current. That, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like maybe a 45, 4525. Yeah. 4525 motor, stock pulley, 130 amp Hobby yep. Wing ESC, yep. and 4000 milliamp 12S packs. Oh, man. You'd be cruising. And, and it would be, yeah. it, and run it at 1950, 2000, kind of like a nitro, right? It would feel like a nitro. Well, we run the nitros yeah. at 2000, so it would be the yeah. same RPM. Yeah. yeah. And cool. it probably would give me, maybe not eight minutes like nitro, but I probably could get like five and a half. Five and a half, six is what yeah, I'd say. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. So when is this thing going to ship? If you pre-ordered it already or if you're planning on it, when's it going to... Okay, so here, let's talk about supply demand. We're screwed. We're screwed. That's not good. (laughs) So our friends at SAB underestimated the popularity of this helicopter, and we've Mm -hmm. said this many times before. So if if you're one of those guys that waits because you don't want to spend the money before it's about to be released, and you want this thing by release date, you better order it now because we are literally out. Yes. And... We have four times the dealer orders than those that we can fulfill to our dealers. Mm-hmm. So when you think of our dealers, A-Main Hobbies, Heli Direct, anything Heli, Only Fine Helis, all these dealers, I mean, that's just to name a few. But when you think of the dealers, whatever they ordered, they're getting that caught down in a fourth or a fifth because yeah. we just can't fill their demand because we don't have enough because sab cannot fill our demand right so and the same applies to bk hobbies Mm -hmm. bk hobbies does not have the amount of kits that we would have loved to have because we have to help our dealers as well yes so combined collectively for the entire country we have a third of the number of kits we would have expected to have had yes if sab would have yeah taken care of it but it's not for a lot of different reasons but yeah um, so if you want one by release date, which is scheduled for late January, and mm-hmm. having known how SAB operates, and all, not just about SAB, but all the intricacies of shipping like, time and all that, shipping delays, UPS and, has been killing us with that. Yeah, and and UPS might be late, or you know, custom situations, or shit mm-hmm. gets hold held up, or whatever you whatever. Um, you, you know, I I still believe it'll be late January. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, you know, a couple. Of, two, three, the first five days of February, we'll have the first batch. Yeah. If you want to be a part of that first batch and you want this thing, you better order it. Um, <clears throat> order it from BK Hobbies. Order it from A Main Hobbies. Order it from Heli Direct. Order it from uh, Sean Turner, Only Fine Helis, or anything Heli. Uh, whomever, your favorite dealer, your local guy. I mean, we, we have 40 or 50 dealers that have ordered this stuff in small quantities, and very small quantities. Order from your favorite dealer, um, and order it today. Order yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah. Don't wait because I don't know that this thing will be around 
through Tuesday. Right. I don't. Right. Now, if you don't mind waiting, yes, there's a second batch coming relatively quickly. I believe first week in March, mm-hmm. we will have a batch a number estimate. two. Safe yeah. estimate, yeah. Yeah, and and I think that's going to like ease up the demand and like kind of stabilize things a little bit. Yeah. But for this first batch, if you want it for release date, mm-hmm. uh, it's like ordering an Apple iPhone back in the day when mm-hmm. Apple was hot. <clears throat> um, you had to order it at midnight or else you missed <laughs> out, and then you had to wait eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Similar situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead and support your le- dealer or support us or whomever you want to support. And mm-hmm. if you want one, get it. Order it now. Yeah. Order it now. Don't wait. Yeah, Don't absolutely. Wait. So um, let me think. What else? What about the uh, the the collars? So it is yellow. It ships yellow and, and only yellow. And you're screwed. You have to get yellow. There's yes. no red. There's no orange. There's no blue. There's it's, no magenta. Yeah. Historically, SAB has released a single model with like four different colors at once. Like the 570 Sport came out in two colors, I think, right off the bat. Not this time. You got yellow and you got only yellow. That's it. But there's no reason to because when you think about it, you can change the color by changing the parafango. <laughs> Sorry, the, the canopy canopy if you can go like that. Uh, the, the fender you change the fender and you change some stickers yes. and you're done done no need to change boom there's no. no it's not like a cracking with the side pieces we used to call or we call the carters there's none of that no the only color change is stickers and tiny little minimalistic fender looking canopy yeah and that's it yeah that's it so uh i think i can safely tell you that <laughs> there will be a rainbow of raw canopies and stagger sets coming down the line, just yeah. not at release. Not not immediately right off the bat, but yeah. I, I have absolutely no doubt there's going to be all kinds of colors. I know we're being told that the red might be available soon after release. Should be Pro- close. Yeah. Well, it'll probably be the, it, it'll be the first color. It will be the first to, color available. It'll be yeah. the first color available, and it could be five days after release or two yeah. weeks after release. Yeah. But, you know, within a couple of months, we're going to have probably like four, five, eight, ten different colors. I mean, that's yeah. not a big deal. Um, suck it up. Get it in yeah. yellow, even if you're not a yellow guy. Yeah. You will thank us for it because you will see it better. Mm-hmm. I think yellow is de- de- definitely, without any any doubt, the best color to own for visibility. Yes. And if you're not a fan of how it looks, don't be that guy that just doesn't buy a model because you don't like the color. Yes. Again, there will be plenty of colors. And the colors will be, I can't say that they'll be inexpensive, but they will be less expensive than buying a Kraken Canopy. It should be. It theoretically. Should be. Theoretically. And the reason we can't tell you is because we don't know. We don't know. We don't know but, what the pricing is. But it has to be less expensive than changing the color on a Kraken because you're not changing everything. Yes. You're changing only the parafango. Right. And that's it. Right. There you go. Another thing I just thought of, and it's not in the notes, but I have been getting bombarded personally with a question of, when is the 580 raw coming? The answer is... I have no idea. <laughs> There's no... I have been I, told I, nothing. I don't know anything at all. Bert doesn't know anything at all. We don't get told about models. I mean, I get a little bit of advantage we, as a team pilot, but I don't know anything. I've had the same question. No like, idea. is there going to be a nitro? When is the nitro coming? It's like, people, hello? <laughs> they are The first not, one's not even out yet. It's <laughs> not even out to the market. <laughs> Chill it. I have no idea. Enrico's been teasing the idea of a nitro, and maybe there will be. I, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> maybe? You just have to wait and see. Yeah. Now, one other thing, um, it's important that we make known that um, for the haters out there that you're listening, this is not the new, excuse me, this is not the new trend. Correct. This is not, not the new direction. a replacement to anything SAB has ever done. This is a, a new line. Yes. So, in the same fashion that, you know, SCB had the original Goblin, which morphed into the, the Black Thunder and the Black Nitro, and then became a Thundersport, and then became a Drake, and became a Havoc 3-Blade, and then uh, the Kraken. Well, now there's a Raw. Um, I think some of the older models, like the Thundersport, eventually will be phased out and, and discontinued. But the traditional, tradi- untraditional... The untraditional goblin helicopter style with the mm-hmm. big boom and the megaphone make a lot of noise, look mm-hmm. cool, fuselage, beautiful Italian design is not going away. It's continuing. It's continuing. This is just a side project of a new line of helicopters by yes. SAB. Yes. And this is because a lot of people 
were hating on the big boom. So Which is this fine. is yeah, they don't yeah, have to like it. Correct, but this is satisfying the demand and 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 listening to those who hated on the megaphone. Yes. Now those who love the megaphone are not going to lose their megaphones. They can continue to buy, and SAB is going to continue to innovate yes. and make a more than likely both styles of helicopters. Yes. So don't see this as SAB moving away from their from their roots mm-hmm. in terms of what the the original concept was. Back in 2011. This is not the case. The Kraken is not being discontinued. Parts are not being discontinued. No. They are still producing parts for the first Goblin produced in 2011. Hell, there might be a new uh, Goblin in a year or two called the Snake or something. <laughs> I don't know. Enrico will find a new fantasy, but like the Kraken, yeah. whatever the new Family name feeling. is. Yeah. yeah. That will, that will be just yeah big boom uh, big everything. Yeah. yeah he, the, this guy has crazy ideas. So there's yeah. there's more coming. Don't worry. So, um, so if you haven't watched it, you guys should watch our our official video, which is not the SAB. Mm-hmm. Um, well, both watch the SAB video if you have not watched it. Yes, it's available at the SAB Heli Division website, uh, Facebook, Facebook page, and YouTube. Um, and YouTube SAB mm-hmm. Heli Division. It's available on uh, SAB USA's mm-hmm. SAB USA. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, which is facebook.com slash SAB Goblin, uh, Goblin, SAB uh, Goblin USA. SAB Goblin USA. Um, and also take a look at the two little videos we did one for uh, SAB USA, one for BK Hobbies. They're yep. on their respective Facebooks. One is, again, mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com slash SAB Goblin USA. The other one is facebook.com slash the BK Official. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some pretty cool videos with some really cool footage in there. Um, yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit in the future, and if this doesn't happen, don't hate on us. But Bert and I might be going to the field this weekend, and if so, stay tuned to the BK Hobbies and SCBOSA Facebook because I'm sure we'll be doing videos. We'll do a live, yeah, live, but it'll have to Q&A. be Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We're shooting, yeah. shooting for Sunday, so yeah. so we can see our friend Grain. Grain, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You want to anyway, talk about this other helicopter? You want to leave this for next week? I want to make sure that we have the raw all wrapped up. I think we covered everything. I can't think of anything else. I think people are just gonna love it. I, I mean, I'm really excited about it. It's cool. It flies different. It yeah, flies don't be great. that guy. Don't buy a Protos or a Spectre or whatever <laughs> that thing is. Get a raw. The raw. Yeah. Get, yeah. Do it raw. I like it raw. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds like a great steak tonight. Anyway, <laughs> you want to talk about this? That's not uh, what I had in mind, but okay. Genesis. <laughs> the Hen- Genesis. Genesis. The Urukai Genesis. Um, okay. Bert and I are not going to pretend <laughs> really to be experts. you really want to talk about yes. this? Bert and I are not going to pretend to be experts because we have not a clue what we're talking about when it comes to F3C. You sure you want to talk about this? Yeah, we'll just talk okay. the basics because I know there's people who are Okay, here we go. We joke so, about it, but people do care. Okay, here we go. This is a helicopter. Okay, you want me to go through all these points and then you you do them all over again. You you see what I mean? Okay, here we go. Okay, the Genesis, beautiful helicopter, Italian design. It's for F3C people that like precision, nice hovering. It really is a beautiful helicopter. I'm it not is. mocking it. I'm just it being is. funny for no reason. Right. Anyway, it's based on the Goblin Raw in the sense that it uses the same gearbox as the Raw, the same head, or actually similar because it's more geared towards F3C. But I think the ratios. We'll are get different. into that. Yeah. Correct. Um, same tail, same battery tray system. Uh, so basically, same battery tray as the Kraken, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Um, it has a taper main shaft, which is really cool because it makes installation and removal of the, the actual hub much easier. Um, let me think of something else in here. Uh, <laughs> uh, it weighs 2950, 2950 grams, so almost 300 grams, so almost three kilograms without blades, electronics, or batteries. Um, it can handle up to 760mm, 760mm blades, and the kit actually comes with 747.3mm blades <laughs> and 105 tail blades. Um, it's due to arrive early February, so it's going to arrive about a week to two weeks at the latest past the raw arrival. Yep. Um, and again, it's based on the raw concept, or it's a hybrid in terms of the, the mechanics. Yeah. Transmission box is based on the raw but some of the parts are based on the, the you know, share, are still shared with the Kraken. Right. Price tag, very economical, $1,640. Um, you can pre-order it now at bkhobbies.com or at sabusa.com. Now, I'm done with the Genesis. <laughs> and you? 
Uh, <laughs> that took me about three minutes. <laughs> Your turn. So, <laughs> the Urukai Genesis is... Uh, it's for hovering, man. It's for hovering and sport pilots. It was it was to scratch the itch for people like Ennio Grabber, who are the F3C uh, world champion pilots. It's mm-hmm. just kind of pushing it to the next level from the previous Urukai. Like Bird said, it's based on the raw. It has the helical gears, uh, a very similar rotor head. The difference with the rotor head hub... Uh, like you said, it has a tapered main shaft so that the hub is perfectly centered on the sp- on the main shaft. When I, when I first saw this, I said, uh, why? <laughs> but after talking to Enrico, I guess in a it's typical... It's an F3C thing. Yeah, it, you can get some play typically, I guess, and it removes any sort of vibration or resonance. Again, it's nothing you and I have seen. It's these guys searching for the last point zero 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 one percent of perfect, perfection. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just, you know, it's an F3C thing. Uh, it's got a pretty similar fuselage to the old Urukai. It's tailored just for visibility and stability in the air. It's not the most aerodynamic thing if you look at it, but it's cool. It looks good. It looks stable. Um, like, like I said, it runs up to 760 millimeter main blades, but comes with 747.3 millimeter main blades. <laughs> the point three was yeah, me. You're, you're full of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It comes like, with 747. I like, I like it because the number is odd, but it's 747. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they arrived at 747. I guess 748 was too much to live. 746 wasn't enough. Family feeling. Yeah. And then, like you said, uh, arrives in February. So it, it looks great. I think it's a gorgeous machine. It looks beautiful. No, it really is. So yeah. if you're one of these guys that has a nice backyard or a front yard with beautiful grass and a white picket fence, <laughs> and you want to watch the, gra- the grass grow around this beautiful model, this is the model for you. Now... If you really know me, you know I'm full of shit. I'm just giving you shit because I love you all. And I'm just, I just, <laughs> it is a nice helicopter. Is it for me? No. But I, I call the shots the way, you know me. Yeah, yeah. And people think I just push a, a product because I'm making money out of it. I can't do that, man. That's just not my personality. Yeah. I can say, yes, buy the Genesis, the most beautiful. It. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Just not but for you. But I have to say how I feel is yeah. not for me. Not for you. If I had more money than I knew what to do with it, I would spend my dealer cost, which is whatever it is, $1,300, bucks, and I would buy one for myself, and I would build it, and I would fly it, but I don't have that kind of dough. Yes. So I, but I understand that there's a market for it, and there are people that, and, and it is really a beautiful machine. That's cool. You know what I mean? It's no different than me wanting to buy a different Harley, because I want more of like a bobber no. bar hopper motorcycle i just don't have 15 10 15k to throw into one same with this i don't have the money to throw into this and it's not my cup of tea because i'd mm-hmm. rather get another raw or i'd rather get another kraken mm-hmm. or right? you'd rather get a kraken 580 because you don't have or, one of those. i don't even have a 580 i don't have a kraken 580 or a kraken 580 nitro i don't have either one you don't have a goblin so, buddy either and you need a buddy i don't have a buddy either so i'd rather spend the money on one of those yes but so but i speak the truth so uh so for all of you that don't know me like that is who i am and like when you see me on facebook or or instagram or youtube pushing a product Sure, of course, I make a living out of this. But on the other hand, you will never see me push a product that I don't believe in. And it's not that I don't believe in the Genesis. I think it's a really cool, awesome design. It's just not my style of flying. But I can see a lot of people enjoying this thing. I mean, it it is cool. It is really cool. There is a decent amount of interest from what we've seen online. But if you try to fly the thing the way you fly, Kyle, or even the way I fly, like we probably will make it explode. It's not meant for that. It's it's meant for... Um, smooth F3C FAI style flying, or for people that want to do cool sport flying, big loops, rolls, mm-hmm. hovering, yada yada. It'll yada. work great for that. Yeah, it'll yeah. work great. So, so if you want it, it's up there. If you don't, there's a raw right next to it on the website. Yes. So anyway, I think that's uh, you? that covers the topics. I want one. I want one. Do you? Yeah, but well, you, but you can get one for free. You can get one for free. I, I asked I asked for one, and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Why? I messaged him today. I'm like, can I uh, order one? He's like, nope. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because no, he knows off. that I'd put the RPM at like 2,800 and just see what it can take. <laughs> Find the limit. <laughs> he doesn't want to see the thing blowing up at yeah. 2,850. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did he send one to Tarek? No, he didn't. Yeah. Tarek would set it at 3,300. <laughs> Find the limit. Okay, Hello, boss. everybody. I hope you are doing very well. 
Today I have my Urukai Genesis. I will try today with the special motor MK Servo. Very nice. And it would be like <laughs> goodbye. Done. Uh, that would be awesome. Nice. Shit, I would love to see that. That would be so badass. No explosion though. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I don't think you would. I don't think you would actually no. blow the helicopter up. But I mean, you know the limitations, and you know how much. And uh, it's probably going to be really strong because think about it. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's the only the thing I don't know is the boom clearance from the blades. The clearance from the boom to the blades and the bigger size of the boom, and if there's any sort of like flex on the boom, like stuff like that. No, and right. then the bigger blades is like flying a bigger heli, right? Yeah, it's like flying the. You know, like the 770 Sport. 770, yeah. yeah. Ship with 750 yeah. millimeter blades. Yeah. This is 747 millimeter blades. It's the same thing. It's a big It's a big disc. It's a big heli. 747. Can you explain why they went with 747? Well, because this is inspired after Boeing, the aircraft company. <laughs> but anyway, um, what else we got? We need to talk about the FAA final ruling with regards to remote ID on our next podcast or the the one after that. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a little bit of reading on that. Um, it's not as bad as it seems, guys. Don't get discouraged. Our hobby's not going anywhere. Um, it's it's not as bad as it was proposed. Yes. Thanks, perhaps, to all the comments placed. Thanks to all the comments. I think the AMA played a role. I think there's a lot of... Um, I think there's a lot of... that. It, it, it's, it's not as... I, I was hoping for better. I was hoping that it would end up being a better situation. Or just go away. Or go away. Um, the enforcement period is not five years like it was originally proposed. I think is two and a half years. Mm. Um, I think I read it was uh, 30 months. Uh, I might be wrong. I, again, I don't want to discuss much, but I did I did read up on it, and it's a 500 and some page document. and only got through about page 150, So, but I'm going to finish reading it so we can have a de- decent discussion next time do a podcast and uh but it's not as bad there's no broadcasting over the internet mm-hmm. um uh, there's no there's no expiration period for filing authorized pre you know pre or, or authorized flying sites or free as as they call them like there's a lot of positive things uh maybe we'll need to use a little transponder that yeah. doesn't cost anything and it just you don't have to connect it to the internet or be broadcasting or anything like it, it, yeah it will not be as bad yeah. Um, so, but we'll, we'll touch on that later and, and don't get discouraged. Uh, I know I saw on the RC Heli hangout a long, uh, thread, uh, from some post somebody made about it and everybody's all pissed off. Don't be pissed off. You can, you can't fight the FAA. I mean, it's, uh, it's a nature of the beast. We're, we're yeah. facing an era in the United States politics that is, uh, not very promising. I think we're going to be um, and, and I'm not politically inclined, but we're going to see a lot more government overreach and more regulation, and that's all the government wants is overreach, regulation, and more mm-hmm. money. And you know, emphasis on the money. Yeah, and, and 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 control and government control, so they can collect yeah more money and, mm-hmm. and more control and more taxes and more regulation. Yeah. Um, the more regulations they have, the more money they can make yep. make directly and indirectly. Yep. Um, so, um, but 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 I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. So. Don't get discouraged. Don't don't let this. Uh, don't quit over it. Don't don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I heard about people back in the day, like earlier, uh, early in 2020, when remote ID was a proposed rule um, before coronavirus came out, and saying I'm going to quit the hobby because of this. It's like, please. I mean, really? No I mean, need. It, no. I mean, that's 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 overreacting. If you want to quit the hobby because you're done, you're tired, and you don't give a shit about it, that's uh, be my guess. But don't do it for that. That's a lame excuse. Yep. So, but we'll touch, we'll touch remote ID later on. So, yeah. And you? That's it. Covered the, the new stuff, the new toys and what we've been doing. You finished your cocktail? Oh yeah. Long time ago. Anyway, so perfect. Nice. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad because we've let our listeners uh, down. We haven't done podcasts like September 3rd. I have been Listen begging to this. you. I've been begging you relentlessly. To do this. Shut the hell up. <laughs> February twenty sixth to September third. Wow. To November nineteenth. The gap is the gap is narrowing. It's tightening. Yeah, it's tightening a little bit because today's January eighth. So <sighs> anyway, that wraps it up. We're sitting at fifty nine minutes and twelve seconds. Nice. And so, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm available at facebook.com slash birdrc. You can email me personally directly at bert at camera.name. 
If you want to follow me, it's facebook.com slash kylestacyrc or contact me directly at kylestacyrc at gmail.com. Yep, or collectively at BK Hobbies. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, what is that? The BK Official. Yeah, facebook.com, the BK Facebook.com slash the BK Official or Instagram.com slash the BK Official. Yep. Or SABUSA. Yeah. Or either, yeah, either of those. Go for it. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. See ya. See ya.